is good beautiful people happy new year merry christmas all of those wonderful holidays we have made it out of 2020 we are now into 2021 and i am praying and hoping and believing that that will be a good thing that 2021 will be much better than 2020 was um and for me personally 2020 wasn't so much bad it was just draining yeah draining is the right word but you know for me and my family there were a lot of beautiful things that happened there's a lot of people that i know that you know they experienced some really great things it was just draining it just kind of felt non-stop you know never really got a chance to take the break that i wanted to go on you know i was gonna take a vacation with the fam but with covid you know you kind of just don't want to take the risk but you know, we're hoping that 2021 brings us something better, something much more enjoyable, you know, something less draining. Right. And it's interesting because, you know, around this time, first couple of days of the year, what is everybody doing? They're making goals. They're making uh, the New Year's resolutions. This year, I'm going to be this. This year, I'm going to be that. And it's interesting because, you know, with social media and stuff like that. A lot of people have been posting against that. Oh, I'm not doing resolutions anymore. I'm not this. It's like you kind of see people's mindsets shifting and growing in a very different way, which is cool. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it because I think you should always kind of just continue to grow as a person. For me, New Year's resolutions don't start in January. Me, I'm every month I'm trying to, you know, do something different. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to be better. There's still things that I want to work on. You know, I mean, even for you guys, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm working on making these episodes on the podcast, um, you know, where you guys can physically see me, you know what I mean? I would love that. And I think that you guys, I believe that you guys would enjoy it. So that's what I'm kind of aiming for. And, you know, I have some of my goals too. And it's interesting. Like I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, yeah, you know, this year I want to do this. I want to do that. But I was like, a lot of times, you know, I always give myself these big, huge, colossal goals. And I'm like, I don't want to do that this year. Like this year, I want to kind of approach it differently. And I told her, like, my what I'm going to probably do this year is just, like, take really small things. So I'm going to take big things, but really, really make them super, super small. So it's like, you know what I mean? Okay, I want to read 12 books this year. You know, sometimes I usually read more if I'm really in a groove. But I'm like, right, I'm going to read 12 books this year. and um, But I'm not even going to focus on that. Like, I'm going to just focus on, like, reading one book. And then if I can finish that one book, then I'll take, okay, read two more books. And then if, when I finish those two more books, I'll read three more books, you know? So the, my focus isn't, oh my goodness, I need to read 12. It's just read this one. All right, read another one. And when I said that, she was like, oh, scaffolding. And I was like, huh? She was like, yeah, scaffolding. It's it's a it's a, a learning mechanism that teachers use with students. And I was like, man, that sounds dope. Like, and the first thing I thought in my mind is like a rock climber, you know, when you're, cli- or you're climbing the wall and you're just literally going piece by piece and you're really just trying to figure out the next step rather than figure out how to get to the top you're just try, trying to fit if, if anybody's ever rock climbed before your focus more so is okay how do i get to this next piece and that's where all your time and energy is put like getting to that next ledge that i need to put my hand on and then when you get there then you see the other one which presents a new problem it's like okay how do i get to that one and so you're never really focusing on i need to climb the entire mountain you're just like how can i get to this next piece and so at first, that's really what my mindset was. And then I started doing a little bit of research. You know, I try to give you guys good information, take my time and all that. And um, I looked into it and I was like, oh, man, scaffolding is a little bit different. It's like, you know, when you see those builders 
and they're building up tall structures and then you see those little apparatuses on the side where you know they're standing on a piece of wood and like these long metal bars and then like there's levels and they can go up the levels and then that's how they're able to work on the building at different levels that's what scaffolding is at least in the construction sense so it lets you work on the outside of the building at different levels of the building but you're being supported by these metal beams so you don't fall right so you start i hope you guys can start to see the parallel so when you use scaffolding in teaching right it's just breaking up concepts or different learn um different things that you're trying to teach and you're breaking it up into small chunks and you're providing tools and structure that help the students with each chunk so like when you're scaffolding reading for example you will have a text that you're going to read okay but before you read it you may talk about the vocabulary words in the in the, in the text like you know skim through it real quick and see if there's any words that you don't know so you get the definition of those words you may kind of preview it and be like, okay, we're about to read um, a section talking about um, Macbeth. And, you know, and in this section, he's going to be talking to his wife about how they did what they shouldn't have done. So you're getting context, you're getting the words, then now you're going to read it. And then when you read it, you're going to reflect and discuss, you know, either as you go or after you read. So by adding all of these components, it gives you a much better understanding of the reading, but also helps you accomplish the goal of understanding and learning the tools and lessons that you're looking for, right? Which is very different from if I said to you, hey, read this text and tell me what you think about it. If I do that, I'm not really giving you the tools or or the support that you may need to really accomplish it. And for some people, they don't necessarily need that. It's like you just send it to them. They're good and done. Boom, bada. But for other people, it's like, nah, they need a little bit more. So, um, you know, I mean, right, let, let me go a little bit deeper, right? Like I'll give you another guy's example with walking and I'm going to break this one down. So scaffolding to get a better understanding of it. Let's think about a child learning how to walk. So like with my son, the first thing I did was when he was trying to walk, I would kind of hold him up because he couldn't hold himself up. So I'd hold him up and his feet are kind of sort of touching the floor and he's mimicking walking. So his feet are going back super fast, super fast, super fast. Then slowly, I kind of let his feet touch the floor. And mind you, when I say slowly, this is over the course of days, weeks, months. You know what I mean? It's not something that happens in, in, in all in one day. Um, if it does, hey, your child may be a future prodigy. Let us know. <laughs> but, you know, like, this is a long period of time. So now when he's able to, I allow him to, you know, support his own weight and stand. Right. And then the next thing he would do was pull himself up on the couch and then try to walk, but holding the couch. Then what he would do is. He would take my hand and we take a step here, step here. Then I kind of just leave him alone. And then he takes his first steps, his second steps, and then he gets more comfortable with it. And then now he's flying everywhere in the house. And in that process, you know, what I mean, he's falling. He, you know, he, he gets back up. He'll fall. He crawl a little bit. Sometimes he's frustrated because he wants to get somewhere. So he'll just crawl. But now my almost two year old is literally running, flying around the house. And it's like I literally watched the entire process. And that is what scaffolding is, breaking it into pieces, right? And the reason I bring this up is because I want you guys to apply this to all of these major goals that you guys are going to give yourself this year. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the goals that you give yourself. And I absolutely think everybody should be. You should be giving yourself goals. You should have you a, a, a homie, a friend that you talk to this person. It's like, all right, what are we getting done for this year? And you guys hold each other accountable like that's that's necessary and it helps because if you give your goals to yourself and nobody knows about them when you don't accomplish them who cares right 
But when you when you are letting someone else know and it's like you're telling this person, hey, this is what I'm doing. You know, this is this is how we approaching. Um, this is how we approaching the year. This is what I want to accomplish for the years up. Then it's like if you're not doing it, I'm like, hey, didn't you say you was going to such and such? And it's just different. It's a lot easier sometimes to be accountable to other people than it is to yourself. That's why we get coaches, et cetera, et cetera. Point being is with these goals, we want to put ourselves in the best position to accomplish them. So first thing you got to do is write them down. What are the goals that you want to accomplish? And I'm going to walk you guys through the process. I'm going to I'm going to scaffold (laughs) making I'm going to scaffold teaching guys how to scaffold your goals. (laughs) So we'll start with, okay, this year I want to read 10 books. Okay. 10 books. Now, most people, when they make their goals, they stop there. I want to read 10 books. And that's a problem because it's too vague. There's no timeline. You don't know how or when you're going to do it. You're just saying, I'm going to read 10 books. And most times you write that never happens. So what we do is first you state the big goal. I want to read 10 books this year. Okay, so you see this year giving yourself somewhat of a timeline, but once you have your timeline, break it down. So, okay, 10 books in a year. I want to read one book per month. Okay, and one book per month puts you basically above pace for 10 books a year, puts you at 12, obviously. But if your goal was 10, let it be 10. That's fine. Now, most months have 30, 31 days, and most books are about 300 pages. So now change your goal to. I want to read 10 pages a day. Remember, I told you, it's like the rock climbing. Don't focus on, oh my goodness, I need to read 10 books this year. Focus on the next step and put all of your energy into the next step towards climbing the entire mountain. So if the entire mountain is 10 books in a year, but the next step is 10 pages today, put all of your energy into making sure you get your 10 pages in a day. And the thing is, that's not a lot. 10 pages is not a lot. And you can go even further. You can time it where you can say, I'm going to do five pages in 30 minutes when I wake up before I go to uh, when I wake up and I'm going to do five pages in 30 minutes before I go to sleep. So now your focus doesn't become reading 10 to 12 books in a year. It just becomes 10 pages a day. And if you go above that, perfect. And guess what? We're human. We have bad days. So sometimes you may go under. But if your average of your good days and your bad days and your worst days and your great days is 10 pages a book. You're going to go over your goal. If you focus on the small tasks, it'll happen. Like one thing I had to learn, right? Cause I've told you guys about my goals to achieve 2.5 and now I have four more years to do it. Um, one thing I had to learn was, Hey, you're not going to make 2.5 in like two weeks. You got to build up. So first you got to get to 10 K then 20 K then 25 K. Then from 25K to 45, then 45 to 60, 60 to 100, boom. All right, once you hit 100, 100 to 150, 150 to 2. So so I stopped thinking I need to get to 2.5. And I decided, hey, let me get to 8K. Hey, let me get to 12. Hey, let me get to 20. And as I made it smaller, one, it takes the pressure off of me. And now it seems a little bit more achievable because I'm not putting all my energy into making 2.5 million. I'm putting all my energy into turning 8,000 into 10. And that's not necessarily something super difficult. It's, it's very possible. Then I take all my energy and put 10 into 15. And the beauty is, is that you're learning. You're learning at each level, right? So it's like going back to the concept of rock climbing, right? 
you don't just jump and poof, you're on a mountain. Like that, that never happens. There's levels. You take a step here, you take a step there, even if it's rock climbing or if it's climbing an actual mountain. And the beauty is, right, you don't just go straight up a mountain either. Mountains actually have rises and dips. You go up a little bit and sometimes you got to go down to get to another side. And then when you get to the other side, you can go up. So it's like in that same concept that we approach success and we, we've been hearing more about it more and more as, you know, we get more access to information. Success is not a straight line up. You go up a little bit then you come down then you go up, then you kind of take a big leap down then you take a big leap up. It's 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 just up and down. It's not linear. It's a it's a roller coaster. And that's why it's not so much about who is the greatest or who's the absolute best. It's just about who can stick it out and who's the most consistent. If you can consistently do your small tasks and not give up and continue to believe in yourself, you'll get to wherever it is you're trying to get to. It's like I tell people, for me, achieving my goals is not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. I'm going to do it. It just may not happen when I want to do it, but it's going to happen. Why? Because I'm telling myself, listen, I'm not going to quit and I'm not going to give up. I'm going to continue to learn better ways to do what I'm doing. And I'm going to stay consistent as best as I can. And that's the same thing for you guys. If you're willing to focus on your goal, not give up when the pressure comes upon you, not give up when things don't go your way, not give up when there's obstacles, not give up when you're frustrated, not give up when, you know, your self-defeating thoughts start to jump into your mind, not give up when everything in the world is telling you to give up. If you decide and make a commitment that you're not going to give up and you're going to accomplish your goals. And then after that, you say, okay, not only am I not going to give up, but I'm going to make sure I continue to adjust and to learn. So if I'm trying to climb the mountain this way, but it's not working, I'm going to take a step back, analyze and say, okay, what's a different way I maybe could do it? And that's what we call being solution minded. So if I can continue to be solution minded and not focus on the things that are holding me back from my goal. So remember, first one is making a commitment to never give up. The second one is making a commitment to be solution minded so that every time you come up in front of an obstacle, your mindset is, okay. how can I figure this out? What's a way that I can do this? What's something I can do to make this happen? How can I figure this out instead of, well, I can't do this because of this and I couldn't find this. And well, this is a problem and um, I just don't know how I'm going to do it. No, 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 no. Focus on, okay, how can I do it? Because when you focus on the solution, solutions will come to you. And when you focus on the problem, you'll be stuck with the problem. Happens time and time again. And in any aspect, whether it be your relationship, whether it may be any goals that you're selling, uh, any goals that you're setting for yourself, whether it may be something that you're pursuing, business, uh, whatever it is, you focus on the problem, you'll be stuck with the problem. You focus on the solution and the solution will come every single time. And I live this. I live this. And so, again, you make a commitment to never give up. You make a commitment to always focus on the solution. And so that's going to cause you to adjust and to do things a little different here and, and make a correction here and make a correction there. And as you keep and you, as you continue to do these things and just basically stay consistent, you will grow and things will change. And that's just what's going to happen. And you have to understand, right, that process of piece by piece needs to happen because you have to train for the top. You don't just jump to the top. When you go through the Bible, every single person who was in a very high prestigious place of power and and, and influence was trained for it. Jacob, no, Joseph, I'm sorry, Joseph, right? When he finally became second in command in Egypt, he had been training for it while he was in prison, while he was a slave working for people. He was already getting all the tools and all the skills that he needed. So by the time he got there, he was already prepared for it. 
And that's the beauty of it. You know, for those who are strong believers in God, it's like God will prepare you for whatever level he has you for. But you have to be willing to put all of your energy into what is right in front of you. So when God says he that is faithful over a few things, right? And sometimes those few things is, listen, you want to be a big time Grammy award winning producer. Beautiful. But listen, here is this person in your church. She's an old lady. She don't really sing that well, but she wants you to do a song for her. You need to put the same energy and love into her project that you would do if Jill Scott or Beyonce called you. Because by giving that old lady who nobody really knows and maybe she don't even sing all that well and the song is somewhat all right but by giving your all you're going to get better and your work will be shown and you're preparing yourself for your level that's why i tell people that you don't greatness isn't something you just achieve it's not like one day oh boom you're great now oh you've done enough boom you're great no you are great already be it and the more, the better, the more consistently you allow yourself to be great, then the more it will show in your work. You know, I have a motto that I've been repeating to myself. You prepare, then you execute, you gain experience. The better you prepare, the better you'll execute. The more you execute, the more experience you'll get. The more experience you have, the better you'll be able to prepare. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. And so uh, another aspect to, you know, reaching and this goal prepping and all these things that we're setting ourselves up for an amazing 2021, right? It's also rest. Remember I told you, you don't go straight up the mountain. Maybe you go level, level, you rest. Like for those who go up Mount Everest, there's a reason that there are hotels and rest stops going up the mountain because you just don't go straight up. You have to take moments where you, all right, I'm going, I'm going. All right, let me take a little break. All right, I'm going, going. You don't work out seven days a week. Maybe you work out five, maybe you work out three to four, but you have your rest days, your days where you take it easy. For those people, you know, who you see actors and this and that and they're doing all these crazy things, you have to understand they're not doing that for the rest of their lives when they go out in these insane workout plans. It's just for a moment in time. So maybe three months you're killing yourself, you're going crazy, crazy, crazy. And then for like the next month, you kind of slow it down. You got to understand, like there are these sprint activities where you go crazy and you're giving all your all your all your all your all until you're burnt out and then there are other people who yeah i'm just doing this consistently and this is something i'm able to maintain for a lifetime and people who sprint think that achieving your goals must always be this big race that you're running as hard as you can but never realize that you don't achieve a bunch of things that you want to achieve because you always burn out because you're trying to do too much it's not about doing too much it's just about doing what you need to do consistently don't go from never working out to I'm going to work out every single day. Don't start with one day. Start with, OK, you know what? I'm going to work out one day a week and I'm going to be able to do that for two to three weeks. And when I do it for two weeks or three weeks, I'm going to upgrade to two days a week. And when you're consistent with working out two days a week, you upgrade it to three days a week. And guess what? It should feel easy. It should. Oh, come on. One day a week. That's nothing like actually, that's nothing. Come on. Are you serious? You're going to feel like you should you're selling yourself short and you should do more. But here's the funny thing. It's that's an illusion. That feeling is an illusion, because if it were easy, you would be doing more and it wouldn't be a goal. If working out one day a week was easy, you'd be working out one day a week. But the fact that you have to set a goal for you to work out means it ain't as easy as you think. And it's not so much that the activity or the commitment isn't easy. It's just you. You haven't made it a priority. You haven't built yourself to do that yet. So instead of trying to sprint 
and and have this super sprint aspect to this goal. And, you know, my goal is to get in amazing shape. So I'm going to try to get amazing shape in three weeks. It's like, why do something you're not even going to be able to sustain? What's, what's the purpose of that? It doesn't benefit you. Instead, you do it piece by piece. So you say, okay, I want to... I want to, you know, get in better shape. Well, to get in better shape, I need to have a healthier lifestyle. So start small. Don't go on this insane diet. Oh, I'm not going to eat this. I'm only going to drink water. No, do things you can sustain. That's the point of it. It's not It's not about sprinting these colossal goals where you're just going to be burnt out after and then go back to what you were doing because you're just too tired. It's about doing small things that you can sustain. No one's telling you read 100 books in a day. I mean, 100 pages in a day or, or, you know, finish that entire finish three books in a month for what? 10 pages a day. And I feel so small. It feels so beneath you. But here's the beautiful thing. Great things are not built in days. And and here's the crazy thing, right? If I told you, man, this year I read 12 books, you'd be like, wow, that's amazing. 12 books in a year. That's phenomenal. But if I told you, yeah, I just read 10 pages every day. Doesn't sound as sexy, right? But what you're not realizing is it's that 10 pages a day that allowed me to read 12 books in a year. That's what allows me to do that. You know, I mean, it's like when I started getting into salsa, for those of you guys who know, I'm, I'm actually a big salsa head. I went to classes once a week at first and then slowly I got more and more into it until I was going twice a week, sometimes three times a week. I built myself up towards it. And the thing is, a lot of us are not having the patience because we want to be great now. And that's like I told you guys, greatness is not an event. You are great. You are already great. Just be great now. And be great by doing small, not so great things consistently. It's not sexy to say, oh, I work out once once a week. It doesn't sound cool because everybody's like, oh, I work out two, three times a week. Yeah. So once I say I work out once a week, it sounds like I'm doing less. That's just okay. Do your small little bits, bit by bit. You want to read 12 books this year? Make a commitment to read 10 pages a day. Make a commitment to read five pages in the morning, five pages at night. And the most important thing at the very end of this all, have someone that you're accountable to. I'm able to stick in because this is with this podcast because I'm accountable to you guys. I told you guys that every Monday I'm going to drop an episode. And there are days where on Mondays I'm making the episode. Why? Because I made that commitment. If it was just me, I'd have probably let this go a long time ago. Not unless it's the podcast, but I'm pretty sure there'd be weeks where I didn't do it. But I'm committed and accountable to you guys. So don't just make goals. Attach them to people who will hold you accountable. So let's recap real quick. You're going to make a commitment to never give up. You're going to make a commitment to be solution-minded. You're going to make a commitment to break up your goals into small pieces and do the small little almost meaningless things every day you want to get in great shape start working out once a week you want to read a lot of books start working out start with reading a few pages a day you want to work on getting over addictions and vices start working on just getting through the day and reading little materials that will help you overcome it whatever your goal is make it small and do those small little things you guys you know i love you it's been a wonderful wonderful season of podcasts we are episode 18 now Listen, I ask you guys, if you've made it through and you've been rocking with me, listen, right now, right now, send this to five of your friends. Just share it, share it, share it, share it with friends and family that you think can benefit from this. We're trying to increase the viewership, increase the impact, increase the love and the flow. And also, too, if you haven't, just take some time to uh, write a review for me. The reviews really help because when people come in, they see the reviews. So 
I, I, I know I've been getting reviews, but I just want you guys to just write a few words if that's all right. I love you guys. Be blessed. And I hope we have an amazing 2021. We out. Self speaks.